Welcome back to the Banowitz Marketing Podcast. Today we have Chris Ackman from HeyCap with us. Hi, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Thanks Good. for having Thanks me. Thanks for being on. The Banowitz Podcast. So tell us a little bit about you personally. So you've been with HeyCap for four years. Right. And yeah. prior to that... Yep. So before Hey Cap, I was um, a production assistant at KGAN and Fox 28. Um, and then before that, I was at the Cedar Rapids Convention and Visitors Bureau. Um, and I was a marketing intern there and I was an information specialist. So uh, I was kind of like the kind of the face of Cedar Rapids, I guess. And, and it was a really fun job. I got to work at the Visitor Center on the weekends. Um, and then um, before that, I graduated from Kirkwood Community College um, with uh, in communications and media. So um, um, I, uh, I kind of found out about the opportunity through HeyCap from my wife, who worked at HeyCap at the, the time as a preschool teacher. Um, HeyCap has a pretty robust preschool program called Head Start. So um, I was working at KJN at the time, kind of had some weird hours. So it was, you know, I was working the nightly newscast. And then, uh, you know, when you just start dating somebody, obviously, you kind of want your schedules to be on sync. So uh, the she was working at HeyCap and the job just kind of came up at the time. And she said, hey, I think you should apply for this. And I did. And it's kind of been that ever since. So very awesome. Okay, so I would imagine that almost everyone in Cedar Rapids has heard of Hey cap. I hope. <laughs> I bet they have. But tell us a little bit about more about exactly what you guys do yeah. do. Yeah, so we're a very diverse nonprofit um, in the community and, and we do a lot of different things. Our main strategic initiatives fall under food and nutrition, veteran support, children. Uh, as I mentioned a little bit with Head Start. And then we also do um, some different things like WIC, um, maternal health, uh, housing. Uh, housing stabilization, energy assistance. Those are just a few of the programs that we do. So we really kind of highlight on a lot of different initiatives um, uh, to really kind of help build stronger communities. Um, we serve low-income individuals, so people who are really in need in, in the community. All of our services are free um, to individuals who apply. Um, one of our big things that we do that a lot of people know of is every time you know there's a food uh, drive going on, we have the HACAP Food Reservoir, so we have a food bank. Uh, that's one of our big initiatives um, that we do. And um, yeah, we kind of put our hands in a lot of different areas, so... That is awesome. Okay, so HACAP stands for Hawkeye Area... Yeah, Community Action Program. Community, community yep. Action Program. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Hey, Chris, this is June Schmidt here. And being having an education background, first mm -hmm. of all, as I listen to you talk... A, you've already had a really cool career. Yeah. You've gotten to do some really <laughs> yes, awesome things. Oh, gosh, I'm so blessed. Yeah. yeah. And I really think the cool. other part of that, too, as I listen to you talk, is that it's so easy for us, having been, like I said, a teacher, right. to really steer people exclusively into a four-year education. Mm -hmm. You went to Kirkwood, and I've always sung the praises. I was a choir director, so right. that's kind of a pun, okay? <laughs> I, uh, I see what you did yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. sung the praises of Kirkwood and having an institution yeah. of that nature right here right. in Cedar Rapids, right. Iowa. So right. the journey that you've taken coming right. from right. Kirkwood. So, But tell me also, I, I kind of also tuned in onto the food drive aspect. Are there specific times of year where you do those food drives? that we should be aware of and can participate in. Yeah, I think some of the big times of need, you know, summer is always a good time. Um, 
winter around the holiday season, we obviously get a lot of support. Mm-hmm. But I think probably maybe one of like, I would say the biggest time actually would probably be around January, February, because we've kind of hit that big, you know, uh, holiday rush, everybody does stuff for the holidays. And then at January and February, it's kind of like we're just dead. Um, so we still kind of have needs during that time. Uh, that's always a great time. So I would say maybe that January, February, March kind of time um, is always good. We have some great partnerships and stuff that we do in the summertime as well that kind of help us out uh, with other different organizations. But um, yeah, that's kind of the big time is after the holiday season, um, which we we definitely very much are, are grateful for the stuff that we do get during the holiday season. But then after that kind of, you know, uh, kind of help fill that gap a little bit. Sure. And during the summer season, you have Operation Backpack. Yes. Right? We d- yeah, we do. So you're doing that right now. Right. Yep. So tell us a little bit more about what that is. So Operation Backpack, um, in the summer, we work kind of um, mainly through uh, Kids on Course, uh, through the Zach Johnson Foundation. Uh, they help to distribute meals to kids. Um, uh, during the year, it's a, it's a really great program. It's um, uh, something that we work with through the Cedar Rapids Schools College Community School District, where uh, it helps feeds kids on the weekend, um, because kids in elementary or you know, even middle school and high school, they're getting those meals during the week from school but then on the weekend they might not have stuff so uh operation backpack is it's it's a bag it's you know not very big it's big enough for kids to put in their backpack with individual food items that are not too heavy for them to carry um and we send those home with those kids who are part of the program every weekend um they're discreetly put into the backpacks of these kids who are in need of the food um and then they have that food for the weekend awesome that's great so chris you've talked about being involved with Cedar Rapids Community Schools, talked about him being involved with college community schools. Mm-hmm. Really talk to us about the area that HACAP encompasses here. Yeah. So we actually, we encompass a, a pretty big area. We serve Eastern Iowa. So Lynn County, Jones County, Washington County, Johnson County, um, and Benton County are the main counties that we serve. That's a big territory. Um, it is. Yeah. So, um, and there are, there are many different community action agencies across the state. So we kind of take the East Central Iowa uh, area and portion of it. Um, And we're doing a lot of different things. You know, like I mentioned, those Head Start sites, we have Head Start sites and centers um, in all of those counties. Um, And uh, we also do a mobile food pantry, which tries to hit more of the rural areas like in Vinton, Benton County, Jones County, um, rather than just the Cedar Rapids area and the Iowa City area. So um, yeah, we have buildings. We have uh, a lot of different locations. our main corporate office is in Hiawatha, uh, but we do serve uh, a lot of Eastern Iowa as well. Great. Thanks for informing us yeah. on that. I really appreciate yeah. that. So future projects that you foresee down the pike, Chris? Yeah, uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, we're just, our future projects are mainly just expanding as much as we can. You know, um, it starts off kind of small and then we just try to expand based on the need um, in the community. So um, when we started the mobile food pantry, you know, we went out maybe once a week. Um, now we're going out pretty much every other day oh uh, to different places. So. Uh, that was a very great project that Alliant Energy was very gracious in um, donating to us for. So uh, that was kind of a big thing, um, and that's kind of the that's kind of the I guess the the flow of how we we do things is we we you know you know 
observe a need that's out there in the community. We try to get an initiative or a program to help it and see how it goes. And then, you know, based off of that, we really try to, you know, just kind of either ramp it up and, you know, see how the need has been um, and kind of grow in that way, which has certainly uh, kind of been with Operation Backpack as well. So. I would imagine that's been a very yep. successful venture. And there's, mm. can you give us an estimation of how many kids are benefiting from that program? Yeah. Uh, thousands, I know. It's thousands cool. that we distribute. So um, I don't have an exact number, but it's, you know, around every week we distribute thousands of bags. So it's, it is really cool to see it kind of all come together and um, in our warehouse to see all of those bags put together by volunteers. And it's, it's a, it's I've a really seen that cool, warehouse too. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. It's very well organized. Yeah, and... it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, in some of the area, then, um, like grocery stores and stuff, if they get an overage, because mm-hmm. I think there was a lot of bananas there when yeah. I take my, took my yeah. tour or whatever. And... Yeah. We, um, so we also pick up from different places like Hy-Vee, uh, Walmart, um, Target. We get those kind of foods. Uh, so food that's just on the verge of going bad, but hasn't gone bad, they'll uh, distribute to us and we'll pick up stuff. Uh, so that way we can kind of distribute it out quicker to a lot of the nonprofits in the area. Um, so that's a pretty big thing that we do. Um, but yeah. So for those who want to donate to Operation Backpack, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so probably the best way I would say is donating on our website, okay. which is going to be haycap.org. Um, that's, uh, that's always a really great way. Uh, there's a little green button in the right hand corner that says donate and you just click on there. Um, you know, uh, and we always like, you know, financial donations because that kind of allows us to buy more food with that money. Um, also the, the thing that's a little different, we do two things in our, in our, you know, in our food bank, we also collect just canned food donations. We have those stuff come in. Um, but with Operation Backpack, it's a little bit more unique because these items are very tailored for kids. Um, you know, like the little individual packages of goldfish, cans of soup, uh, those kind of things that are very, you know, they're smaller that kids can carry. So uh, that allows us to kind of buy those food items. Well, so. and let me know if I'm wrong here, but when I took the tour, I just noticed there was giant pallets of food. And I'm ass- I'm assuming right. that would be a lot easier to quickly and cheaply outsource to the community right. because you can systemize right. the bags and just have people just pack the bags really fast because it's right. all the same. Yeah. Like you have yep. a thousand of the same exact item, exactly. which would be really hard if people were donating like all these random yeah. things to sort yeah. them. And yep. Yeah. We, I mean, we kind of, we have a system down, so, yeah. you know, it's, it's pretty much, I mean, and anytime volunteers come in there, I was like, Oh, what are we going to do? But it's, it's like, it, you know, I, I always tell people all of our volunteer projects, they're not, it's not rocket science, you know, it's put, <laughs> put this item in the bag, put the next item in the bag, mm-hmm. tie it up and then you're good to go. So, so you guys yeah. look for volunteers for in the community too, then. Yeah. Yep. Okay. We do. Uh, we have around 2000 volunteers annually. So um, okay. a lot of those too are with Operation Backpack. They're also offsite. Like churches will help out. We get a lot of really great support from local churches. Uh, they help to pack bags. Um, you know, we have volunteers help sorting food. We have volunteers in our Head Start classrooms reading books to kids. We have volunteers doing data entry. I mean, we we have volunteers doing a lot of different things. So they they provide a lot of uh, you know good uh, kind of you know work power that we couldn't provide as employees. <laughs> So, Chris, do you have any questions, any marketing or communi- any kind of questions that we could help with? 
Yeah, I think the big thing as a nonprofit is we're always looking for ways to, you know, be uh, marketing ourselves in a cost effective to almost no cost way. So a big thing that we do is through social media and social media marketing, but really any way outside of that as well. You know, what's the biggest way as a nonprofit that we can kind of get our name out there, you know, the, the best with having a low cost? Yeah. What have you found that works really well for you so far? I think the biggest things that have worked well for us have been social media marketing, okay. uh, just because a lot of people are on Facebook um, anyway. So that's that's a big way. If, if we have a cause or a campaign that we're trying to, uh, you know, get out in a, in a quick manner, uh, you know, posting on Facebook is something that, you know, somebody could easily share it and then that friend shares it and then that friend shares it. And then all of a sudden you have, you know, a hundred to 200 to 300 people who've seen it. So I think that's a big thing that's kind of always worked. Um, you know, we always try to, add, you know, link stuff to our website, you know, our donation page as well. Um, so those are kind of the main things that we do. Are you using Instagram? No, we are not. That would probably be well, my biggest, yes, because yeah. you can, um, Instagram is owned by Facebook. Mm -hmm. And so you can actually link the two together so that um, you don't have to do as much. If you go to the Instagram platform and yes. post, it yeah. will, it can go over automatically yeah, to I, Facebook yeah, too. Right. I have seen that. That's, and that's a really, that's, that's kind of a cool thing because, you know, one of the things that I've figured out, like in, and I do a lot of the kind of the public speaking events or we'll go to a college or say, we're going to a volunteer fair or a nonprofit fair at a college. College, well, you know, you go to a college and, and you say, hey, you know, like us on Facebook. College kids don't have a Facebook yeah. page anymore. Yeah. They're on Instagram it's a different and Snapchat, <laughs> which I'm pretty young. And I go to these events and I say, hey, like us on Facebook. And they don't have a Facebook yeah. page. They look at me like, why would I be on Facebook? <laughs> so they're on. So, yeah. so, you know, obviously you guys know. I mean, that's a great idea because obviously you guys know, you know, marketing is about being where the audience is. Well, <laughs> a younger generation is on Instagram. Or and it's the younger Snapchat generation that yeah. really cares about giving back right. to the community and right. everything, too. So right. getting on Instagram and Snapchat right. and TikTok is the new yes, big I've, one, I too. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not on TikTok yet, but I'm hearing that that's yeah. where we really need to be. So, yeah, I would definitely say Instagram for sure. Mm. And then uh, do you have a personal Instagram page that you've gotten practice on how to use it? I Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I then have. you know to yeah. use local hashtags. Yes. And yeah. um, so what is helpful, though, to also use national hat like for a local ministry, um, a local nonprofit, um, you'd want to use you even would want to use national ha hashtags mm -hmm. just so that you can get because we have such a smaller we have fairly small community yeah, here yeah. compared to, you know, right. like, like a New York City and, or a yeah, big market. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so I would recommend using um, national hashtags too, but not either or like use them both. Right. So that you get some likes and comments. Right. Um, right. That help with the local traction because yeah. really what you want is the local traction. Yeah. But yeah, obviously. So by local hashtags, which I'm preaching the choir here but yeah. that would be like just for our audience listening the people listening would be like hashtag cedar rapids yeah another right. good one is hashtag cedar rapids mom's blog mm, mm -hmm. um you know one of the big things that we found even as a trend in also volunteers and donations is that people are donating more towards causes rather than programs Still, we still do the same programs and we're still doing those things, but it's a little bit different on how you approach it. So, you know, rather than saying, please donate to, you know, our Head Start program, yes, please donate to the backpack program, you know, please donate to 
uh, educating children's lives. <laughs> it gets a little bit more ring, you know, please donate to providing food for children over the weekend. And that's that's kind of where it's nice where that Instagram and, and other things you can really tie those things yes, in that's awesome. especially with hashtags too yes. I mean because then you could do like a hashtag you know feed children or, or something simple like that and, and virtually probably anybody in in the country or in the world could look that up and see that yeah so and you then yeah. you also are allowed to be attuned to who your audience is right right that's really exactly. crucial isn't it yeah it is it's very you know, crucial who's yeah. hearing who's seeing who's who you're getting yep. to communicate with yeah. Yeah. yeah so you've done a really great job chris of really outlining for us what haycap is what haycap is doing mm-hmm. a lot of what your mission is what else would you like our listeners to know about what's going on yeah, I you know I think the biggest thing is that there's always a need. I mean, you know, I I know one. I we we had a, an employee. She was like, "Well, what's your busiest time of year?" And she's like, "I ask that question, and people say, you know, spring's pretty busy, fall's busy, summer's busy, uh, winter's busy. So really, every you know, every time of year is busy in in some sense, and it just kind of is a more of a testament to there's always a need, um, in some way. So I think that's always the big thing is you know, any and also too, any little bit helps." I think sometimes, yeah, I think sometimes people feel maybe a little ashamed. I mean, we get anywhere from donations that are like, you know, maybe 50 cents, you know, two quarters in the mail or, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars, like a, you know, $50,000 check. Uh, All of it really goes towards, you know, a a pretty big buying power and $1 equals six meals. Uh, oh wow! Cap. So even if you just donate one dollar, and you're thinking, "I'm donating one dollar," that's not going to do a lot. Well, that's not true. Uh, you know, you donate a dollar. So I've always wondered this: through. How does that because of the because it because of the um, donations by corporations too? But how does yep. one dollar equal six meals? Yeah, it's it's mainly just our kind of our buying. We have a, a buying power where we can get mass quantities of food at very 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 low cost. Okay. So a lot of and a lot of the food that we also get into is donated. Um, so you mix that in, we get a lot of good corporate donations too. Um, like you mentioned, like the pallet of bananas or whatever, yeah. when you came, um, you know, we'll get different things like that. It may not always be bananas, but it may be strawberries, different things like that. All of those things we can put together to make a meal. Um, and it's, it, it comes out to a dollar just because of our, a lot of our resources and our partnerships in the community. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the big thing. That's really nice is that, you know, a dollar does go a long way. That is amazing. Mm. So what's your favorite part of your job? Like, what oh, do you love the best about your job? job? Yeah. I mean, I like a lot of things about my job, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, you know, I think, oh, geez, I think the favorite part about my job would probably be kind of seeing things kind of come full circle. Um, you know, getting to speak with people out in the public is always fun because, you know, any chance that we get to, you know, I, I think it's always it's always very rewarding when I go out and say speak to a group or somewhere and, you know, I say something and they don't realize that we we did something and that we do and it kind of clicks in their mind. I think that's always a cool thing. I mean, just as an example, I went to speak to a group um, a few weeks ago 
and they they I usually I'm like, well, how much do you know about HeyCap? And they said they knew nothing about HeyCap. Well, as I was talking and mentioning more of the programs that way, they're like, oh, well, my church does such and such, mm-hmm. and they help with packing backpacks. And then, oh, well, this, and then you know, more things just kind of came about. And then by the end of it, they actually did know what HeyCap <laughs> was, and they realized that we were a part of a lot of different things in the community. And so it, it, that's kind of the coolest thing about my job is getting to see those things fit together, and also you know, at a level, you know, it, it's seeing kind of the bigger picture and the fuller story and then trying to, you know, communicate that the best way to the public. Um, I mean, I think that's the biggest challenge, but that's what I like the most is, is trying to, you know, you know, have people understand that, you know, their help really will help. I mean, so that's the biggest thing. Okay. So the biggest takeaways, then the next two steps for our viewers is number one, donate on the website. Number two, mm-hmm. if they, the um, position where they need someone to come speak, they have a group of people, mm-hmm. um, they can reach out to you. Yep to come and speak to their group. Right. Yep. And they can always also do that on our website too. Okay. Um, our general email is info uh, at HACAP, H-A-C-A-P.org. Okay. So there's a form on our website too. Um, yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks Great. for being thanks, on Yeah, thanks for having the me. This podcast, is Chris. Connection yeah. is crucial. Yes. Yeah, yeah I feel like is. that not only it we've is. made a connection today, right. but I hope our right. audience has as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. thank good. you for that. Good. Yeah. Thank you. Well, make thank sure you. you go to the um, HeyCap Facebook page, like it, and yep. the new yeah, Instagram, the coming soon Instagram, Instagram. Snapchat, <laughs> maybe we'll TikTok, we'll maybe start with Instagram. Yeah. And then start we'll with go. Instagram, go from there. So, well, thanks for being on, Chris. Yeah, it thanks, was good Chris. to have you. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Make sure you like and subscribe, and we will talk to you later. Bye.